Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello. My name is Dan. <laughs> I'm Tim. And we are the two drunk accountants. We are back, Tim. Yeah, we're back. This is this is like a back to normal programming. A, a regular episode or something. Oh what, my God. what do we do with that? I know there's a particular noob out there that'll be happy with that. <laughs> Jared the noob. <laughs> now he's the destroyer of noobs. Destroyer Dan. of noob. Yes. Anyway. Uh, he did ask when when are we getting back to the normal episodes? Mm. And we're back. The answer is right now. Some people will be disappointed because there were some great interviews. There were some fantastic interviews and we think thank everybody that um, came and spoke to us at Zericon and we're happy to um, let us, you know, dig around in their minds for a bit. <laughs> that sounds real weird. No, it doesn't. <laughs> You're real weird. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, mm. I, I'd take that. Yep. I'd take that. You take that. All right, mm. Tim. What is the, the Tim, Tim and Dando? Nice. Yeah, it's a good one. A little bit of a just delayed deepness. A little bit, a little bit. I forgot which way I was going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim, how was your week? Yeah, it was great. Uh, been up at Brisbane and the Gold Coast this week, Dan. Mm. You were at Brisbane. I was in Brisbane. Not the Gold Coast, though. Not the Gold Coast. Not the Gold Coast. You didn't want to come and get a tattoo and... Get some laser hair removal like me <laughs> no, down I didn't. there. I didn't. So, uh, yeah. No, my teeth are extra white. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah, Beautiful I, I smile. Did, yeah, I did, Tim. Excellent. Yeah. Good work. So, the Gold Coast, I've come back a brand new uh, man. Mm-hmm. I wear tighter shirts yeah. and I now drink lattes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, it was good. Uh, we actually were in Brisbane for a training event. We were. Which, um, you know, I've got to say... Um, it's really good going to those things for a few reasons. Yes. You should always be learning in life. Mm-hmm. I think Dan. Tick. Agreed. And even if you think you know everything. Tim, there should be no I know attitude. No, there should be no I know thinking. Yeah. Should there? No. And it sort of takes you out of that. And if you drew a big pie chart, Dan, mm. and you had to draw what you think you know and what you think you don't know, mm. well, there's a whole chunk there that you've missed Mm. Because you just don't know what you don't know. It's true. Right? It's very true. And so, those are sorts of things. It's just really good to Mm. just be exposed to. And for us, it's it's partly training, but also partly just speaking to other people in our industry. Yeah. And learning what challenges they have, what opportunities they have. I I do find it equally as valuable to both learn the content that we're there for, but also just to speak to other accountants who you might not always speak to. I mean, I I feel we're pretty good at talking to other accountants. Um, We regularly communicate with other accountants and and, and chat to them. But um, it's just nice to be in a room with other accountants who are experiencing the same issues, the same stresses, the same successes um, as you, and then just learning from them as much as as we're learning from the, uh, the experts in the room. Yeah, so always worth learning, mm-hmm. I think, and having that like learning mm. mindset. Yep. Um, just finding, and they could be talking about something completely different, mm. but then you find your little 
BFO, blinding flash of the obvious. Yeah, we're using a lot of terms from this <laughs> from so, this event. Shout out to the Gap. Shout that out was to the, the Gap. Uh, mastermind yeah. workshop we went to, and um, this one was on marketing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was great. Um, and yeah, we met some some great people there. There was Ruben, Jason, Wayne. I don't know if you met any other people. Yeah, there was lots. There was lots. I'm terrible with names, but there was lots. <sighs> lots of um, lots of nice people. Um, who have similar businesses to us, or even some that are, some that are much bigger than us, but still experience similar issues. To Jason us. even has a podcast of his own. He does. Give him a shout out, Jim. Business made easy. Business made easy. Now I've got a bit of a gripe with Jason. Yep. He did say he'd give me a shirt for his podcast, but I guess that's what podcast people do. They go around offering <laughs> shirts and just not giving them out because we're exactly the same. <laughs> uh, shout Makes out me feel bad to everybody that we've offered a shirt to that have yet. Oh, especially it. our competition winner. Mm, she'll get it. It's, it's coming. It's coming. It's, Thank you it's for on your the way. It's on the way. Well, eventually. Mm. It's 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 an uh, yeah. It's so there's a few there's a few funny um travel um anecdotes that I'm going to quickly share here. Oh, beautiful. Um oh, in this in this Tim and Dan low. Uh the first one is um so obviously I went for the Wednesday training. I was going to come with you to the Gold Coast, but I had to fly back for um, a funeral. Mm-hmm. So I went to my brother's place in Brisbane, right? And mm-hmm. um, after a bit of coordination, I figured out what's the best station for me to go to, nice. to meet in the most convenient spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I caught the train out there. Uh-huh. And when I got there, I called my brother. I said, hey, I'm here. Where are you at? And he said, there's been an accident on the, on the highway and I'm still basically where he works. <laughs> oh, she... <laughs> Which is like an hour and a half away. Um, so he's just sitting out the front. He works on the Gold Coast. He's basically sitting out the front of Dreamworld. Oh, no. And he has to travel basically back to Brisbane. Um, but he, was, he said, I could get out of the car and just walk. And like I'd probably make it quicker. Um, uh, so I ended up just getting an Uber back to his place. Fair enough. So that was funny. He didn't get home too much later. Well, that part wasn't funny. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so then I had to get on a plane, uh, the six o'clock or six fifteen from Brisbane to Newcastle. It's yeah, early. Yeah, and it was a little like propeller plane. It's like a Qantas link plane. That's cool. I didn't know that when I booked it, mm. but it was. That's cool. And propellers mm. taking off. Um, Would have been fun. Noisy. Surprisingly, more room than cool. than some of the bigger school, ones. I guess. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. I got a banana bread and a yogurt. Yeah, I was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm. the flight. It Contest was good times. Contest mm. good. But I do also know that you had a funny journey, mm. similar that you didn't get home till like midnight mm. last. night. I got home midnight last night. Mm. Yeah, and so I was flying Tiger. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> which everyone always cringes at. It's pretty interesting because mm. um, they're so cheap, mm. and it was fifty five dollars to come from the Gold Coast to Sydney. Mm. So I mean, <laughs> that's just ridiculously cheap. So, so cheap. And for those of you listening, like, why did Dan fly into Newcastle and Tim into Sydney? We're bang smack in the middle. (laughs) You can fly into either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Needs to be a Central Coast airport. Yeah. But uh, different story. Yeah. So, anyway, upgraded for the extra leg room, Dan. It was $17. You sent me a a, a picture. (laughs) So worth it. Oh, my God. It was so worth it. The flight went down without a hitch. They didn't even weigh my bag. Wait, it went down. Your flight went down. It didn't go down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, the fly, the flight was very smooth, mm. and then the the seat was comfortable. Lots of leg room. Mm. Like, oh, this is great. I've done, I've done really well here. Mm. Uh, arrived to Sydney on time. Got to Central Station, mm. and there was a medical incident on the line at Strathfield. Mm, good. 
So I got delayed by the train. Thank you, Sydney trains. Mm. I mean, it's sad. That was a medical incident. So yeah, I caught a train to Hornsby bus to Gosford. <laughs> a bus to Gosford. Replacing trains. Down the freeway. So that was shit. That does sound shit. Well, Good you're times. here now. You're here now. I don't know how people do that all the time. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. Um, all right, well, let's move on to some content that our listeners might actually enjoy and, and get some things out of. Yeah. Uh, Tim. Business update. Business update. Yeah. Although I just remembered what the business update is. <laughs> <laughs> they might actually enjoy and get something out of. Yeah, maybe well, not. Maybe not. I'm in the presence of greatness, people. Uh, you, you might not, you might not know this, but you might be listening to this thinking, Tim's sounding kind of chipper today. He got in at midnight last night. Hmm. Well, it's because I am in the presence of greatness. I get up every morning, Tim and I piss excellence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of many leather bound books. Yeah. Well, you're a finalist, Dan. Mm. You are a top 10. 30 under 30. In the category. Tech innovator. Tech innovator, Tim. In accounting. Yeah, and this is the guy that just knocked the cable from the microphone <laughs> and made a huge loud crack and do it, does it every week. Every, every week. Every week. Every <laughs> week. You just, you just got to wave your arms around there, haven't you? Very expressive. I am a finalist. Um, I mean, in, in all fairness, I was nominated by you. Um, <laughs> and it was half stitch up. It was half stitch up, and then so I was like, "It'd be great to make Dan go to this awards ceremony." <laughs> and then um, you had to fill in like an application, and, yeah. and I ended up nominating you. You did. Um, I filled in the application. You did not. I, I started doing it, mm-hmm. and I just didn't complete it. You and didn't complete I asked it. them for extra time, but I guess they didn't want to uh, make me a no, finalist. They're, they're after winners, I guess, and. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm a finalist. I'm a 30 well under 30 finalist. Well, technically, I'm 120 under 120. How good's that? I think. Well, um, yeah, well, that's true. 100, under 120. 120 under 30. That's what I currently am. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, this year. Yeah. And um, I guess, I guess uh, I turned 29 in November. So mm. I, I, maybe I can apply next year still. I think you can apply next year still. I mm. can't. Really? This is my last year. Ah, uh, because in May you in May 30. I'll be thirty. Yeah, getting old, Dan. Hold fart, Tim. Speaking of that, you're a bit under pressure for the old wobbly knee, aren't you? <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's just normal for any person to be in a relationship for twelve years and then, <laughs> and then maybe start thinking about it. I think you're in trouble. But moving on. So that's the business update this week. <laughs> that's the business update that I am a nominee. Um, finalist for the 30 under 30. Thank mm. you to accounts so, Tense Daily for the nomination. Yeah, and believe it or not, it's sponsored by MYOB. So uh, <laughs> I'm if a they tech listen innovator. to our podcast, <laughs> I'm you, a tech <laughs> innovator in, a, in an event sponsored by MYOB, Tim. Yeah, so it's not hard. I mean, you have to have a computer for that category. <laughs> <laughs> so if they do listen to the podcast, there's a very low chance you're going to win the award. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But. Nominated. Hey, they sent me an Apple Watch years ago. So. MYB did. Yeah. yeah, they did. They For did, just actually. no reason. Oh, you went to the competition. Anyway, we won't get into that. Um, dribble. We won't get into that. So you can tell it's been a big week, Dan. <laughs> There's a lot of dribble happening right Do now. Do you have a tight-ass tip? And I'd like to say that um, this is an unconfirmed tight-ass tip that I'm about to mention, but Ruben did throw hey, us one. Don't steal my Are title. you using no, it? You, why don't you do it this week, Dan? All right. You've got to introduce it with a title. So uh, the title this week is um, Price Match That Flight. <laughs> 
Price match that flight. I'd say. Uh, price match that flight. Price match that flight. Basically, he said that if you can see like a Tiger Airway flight for super cheap, mm. you can go to Jetstar and they price match and beat it by 10%. I did not know that. I did not know that either. I, I, you price match in other places yeah. um, where it's known that you price match stuff, yeah. but I never knew that you could price match a flight. That's actually a huge tip. It's massive. I wonder if there's a lot of um, conditions around that. It must have to be a flight at the same time, roughly. It would have to be the same time, the same airport. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, there's conditions, but I mean, it sounded like Ruben had used it. Mm. So, definitely check that out. If, you, if you're looking at Tiger and, yeah. and Jetstar is like, say, $20 more, mm. I guess just type in Google Jetstar price match and see what you find. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm retitling this price set match. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, you're welcome. Good game. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's move on to our main topic yep. today, Tim. The main topic is something that we... Um, it's kind of similar to a topic we've done in the past, which is the yeah. bottom-up budget. Yeah. Um, and it's a similar concept, except it's for marketing. We, we yeah. actually went over this in, in the training that we had the other mm-hmm. day, so we thought we'd share it mm-hmm. with everybody. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's, it's a bottom-up marketing. Mm-hmm. And I guess you could apply this concept to anything. Mm. Um, we've applied it in the past to the profit and loss. We have. So, you start with the profit that you want, work your way up through the overheads, the margin, and then find out what sales you need to hit mm. to achieve that. Yep. And your overheads, I mean, your fixed costs, they're pretty easy to predict. Mm-hmm. Your margin, you pretty much know what margin you can make. Yep. Therefore, it makes your budget really realistic Yep. and actionable. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the, the whole reason behind doing it for, say, a marketing um, budget. Yep. So, you start with your outcome, don't you, Dan? You definitely start with your outcome. So, very similar in the way that you start with your profit. You start with your outcome and that's whatever the um, outcome you're hoping to get from this marketing um, campaign or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, So, in this example, I'll say sales. Yeah. You're hoping to get an increase of, um, to make it easy, let's just say $100,000 of sales Mm. from from this marketing effort that you're going to um, enter into. Now, what I love about this is you might look at that and you might say $100,000 in marketing. And marketing is something that a large majority of us mm. aren't great at it. We're not great at it, Dan, admittedly. No, admittedly. So, like, um, anyone who's seen any marketing attempt for this podcast will know that. <laughs> yeah, we don't do it. It's very organic, the marketing. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it sounds ambitious. It sounds mm. difficult. But... If you start at that and then work your way up Mm. into breaking it down into actionable and achievable targets, Mm -hmm. then you could actually find that, hey, I could do this. All I need to do Mm. is a certain action Mm. to reach that outcome. Yeah. So, first of all, let's start breaking it down into assumptions. That's right. So, in the same way that you work your way up through the costs and the margins, um, with this, you work your way up through... um, well, what that $100,000 is made up of. Yeah, what, so... What, what's the average transaction value that, you, that you're selling here? That's um, right. If you're... Let's say you're selling TVs. Yes. And, and you're aiming at getting um, $100,000 worth of sales and it's five grand a TV. Yeah. So, your assumption is your average sale is $5,000. Yeah, perfect. Right? Perfect. So, from that, you know you need to sell 20 TVs. That's it. 
Um, so already we have a figure of a target of a unit sale. So you, you know that you're trying to sell 20 TVs. We're trying to sell 20 extra TVs. 20 TVs. From a certain action. Exactly. From a certain action. So where do we go from there? Okay. Well, we know that... Um, how do we create the extra 20? Yeah. How do we create the extra 20? And, and the campaign we have in our mind is um, we're going to have a um, magazine um, ad or something. Sure. And, and we know that um, basically, there's a call to action um, mm. on this ad. Let's say it's an email, actually. Even better. It's an email. email. Sure. There's a call to action to click it to say you're interested. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that when there's, say, 100 people that click, 50 of them buy a TV. Perfect. Or, or, or let's say even less, 10, 10 people buy a TV. 10 out of every 100. 10 out of every 100 on that, that click on the link, buy a TV. Okay. So, we want 20 people to buy a TV. Correct. So then we need 200 people to click to on that, click link. that link. Correct. Now, how many people do we have to email to click yeah. on that link? So let's say we know that if we send 1,000 emails, right? 1,000 emails get sent out, only 100 people ever click on the link. Yeah, okay. That's probably a pretty strong conversion too. Yeah. That's, yeah. You probably crafted a very strong email there Yeah. with obvious benefits mm-hmm. that people can see. Yep. It might be style. Yep. It might be better picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be mm-hmm. price even. Yeah. So basically, that's you know that's um, essentially one in one in ten. Yep. Conversion. I have to click on the link. Yeah. And then what did we say? We wanted two hundred people to click on that link. Mm. Right. So we need to send two thousand emails. Two thousand emails. Okay. Perfect. So we now know if we send two thousand emails, we can expect mm. that two hundred people will click the link, and from that two hundred people, twenty people are going to buy a TV. Perfect. And what's the action here then? Well, sending emails. Yeah. So, you might not want to send 2,000 at once. Yep. You might. That's a especially, lot. I mean, you're selling a product here. Mm. So, um, perhaps they're very custom TVs mm-hmm. and you need to assemble them and it takes a week to assemble each one. Yeah. So, that level of um, demand and, uh, and supplying mm. to that demand might be really difficult on your business if you're a yep. small business. So, think about spacing it out perhaps mm. to a achievable action. Yeah. So, for example, if it was us mm. and we were saying, well, we need to do a certain number of meetings, that's the mm. action. We realize that uh, if we can do 10 meetings, mm. then that will convert to the sales target that we want to add. Yep. Well, we wouldn't try and go and do all 10 in one week. No. We might say... Um, do one meeting every month Mm -hmm. and that will get us to the target that we've set. Yeah, that's right. So let's say that on top of your current workload, you could only handle one more TV a week. Yeah. So you know it's going to take you 20 weeks to get all these sales that you want to do, right? So if there's one TV a week and you're trying to get 20... 100 emails a week. Yeah, let's let's start dividing that back down. Mm. Um, 100 emails a week. Perfect. So get your list. There's your campaign. Each week, you get 100 email targets and mm-hmm. you send them Perfect. once a week and flip it on its head Dan mm. now we've got all the KPIs we need to track this campaign and make sure it's on target yeah what if we find the we're converting yeah. way less than mm. what we expected well we need to adjust our assumptions mm-hmm. and possibly we need to be sending 500 emails a week yeah that's right so um, that's the beauty of planning it out this way mm. 
you've got a, a budget or a target mm-hmm. and then you can track the actuals against it. That's right. So, and there's lots of things, as Tim was mentioning there, that you're going to want to track. You're going to want to track, not only are you sending the right amount of emails that you predicted, but... Um, is it keeps the, you accountable for an action. Yeah, is, is the click-through rate correct? Mm. Is the conversion from the people that click correct? Yeah. Um, and if not, then you're going to need to adjust those figures and mm-hmm. then... But hopefully... You can you can go through that. Yeah. But what what if we'd said, all right, well, we wanted these twenty TVs, and we realised it's going to have to be a million emails a week. Well, then, okay, mm. well, this campaign's probably not going to work. Yeah. So keep keep your goals. So it is a reality check. Keep your goals well. smart. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It's also a reality check, which is nice. It is. Yeah. True. Which is nice. So that's very useful. And look, it doesn't have to be new customers. Mm. It can be existing customers mm. for a new service. That's right. It could be existing customers to expand the average transaction value. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be existing customers to increase the transaction frequency. All of these yeah. things are ways to grow your business. Exactly. It, it ties very much into that seven ways um, that we've spoken about in the past because we're talking about the average transaction value. We're talking about the conversions. We're talking about the leads. So yeah. essentially, you could apply this in conjunction with the seven ways mm. um, to any marketing that you're going to be doing like right now we're talking about email campaigns but it mm. could be an event it could be yep. um phone cold calls yeah it could be uh, an advertising that you put in a local paper it yep. could be facebook ads yeah it could be anything for sure um you just need to tie it back to mm. the assumptions that you think you know yep. and the outcomes that you want and you start from that outcome and you work your way back up to see if it's realistic i love it it's good it, it is, is it's uh, a good good way to think about things when you when you're just in life even. Mm. Hey, I want that house. Let's work backwards too. <laughs> yeah, it actually is good. Let, let's, let's start at what we want yeah. and work our way back. Yeah, if we have clarity, yeah. then we have focus. Because more often than not, people start at what they've got yeah. or what, what, you know, what the current inputs out are and then they work yeah. their way to what they think they can then get. It's just start kind of, at what yeah. you want at the end and work yeah. your way back to what, where you're at and yeah. right, that's the goal you need to fix. Mm. The gaps where you're at now, not what yeah, you want exactly because you still want what you want <laughs> yeah that's it um so yeah it's a I it's like a it. it's a good little tool we can apply it to anything anywhere mm. and go out and use it let us know what you think yeah all right tim nice and quick episode today yeah i like that topic because uh i interrupted i'm weak on the marketing so i mm. definitely want to get stronger with that it's something mm. that i want to be confident with yeah so wait oh no i just this was my other thing actually never mind what's your other thing dan well let's go into other things quickly <laughs> uh i did the relay for life hey. on the weekend and i did 43 k's yeah nice so, and don't you believe he has been reminding all of us about it <laughs> all week well, have you ever done a marathon distance, Tim? Maybe over three days. Yeah. No, if I count my steps over three days, I probably... Wrong. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm much quicker than you then. So, Tim's oh, you just, just jealous to do that, that in about half the time, did yeah, you? Tim's oh. jealous I've done a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everyone's done a marathon if you count the amount of like walking they've done in their entire life. Then. It has to be less than nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> just because you did yours in like eight hours, 59 minutes. <laughs> Eight hours and ten. Oh, um, sorry. I you to fifty minutes. Yeah, there. and and you know I, I haven't walked out unscathed either. I've got <laughs> blisters on either pinky toes the size of a twenty cent piece. <laughs> and Yuck. 
and I, I've had to go to see Orford Man on the Street, the physio, because uh, I was getting shooting pain all through my foot, and it <laughs> turned out it was an inflamed tendons. <laughs> so I've inflamed been lim- tendons. Tendent. Tendent. Tendon. <laughs> this is why it's inflamed, because it's like, hey Dan, you don't even know what I am, bro. Tendon. <laughs> I'm a piece of you. Yeah, well, respect Tim, me. We all me. we all know I speak wrong. <laughs> We all know I speak wrong. Uh, yeah, so I, <laughs> I went, went and saw Orford and, you know, he strapped up a foot and said, um, yeah, you'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, you know, it is a solid effort and you're doing it for charity. So, we really can't cuss you out too much no. over it. The uh, extreme limp and the taping, which you had to make it's very, very visible to everyone mm. uh, this week, was a little bit over the top, but <laughs> but hey, that's fine. You do you. I wasn't putting on a limp. <laughs> <laughs> I was in what pain. Was you, were t- you were saying something like, I walk with a swagger. Or like yeah, that. no, it looked like I was walking, um, <laughs> like I was a gangster walking down the street. It was that kind of limp. But um, my cousin... Pointed pimp out pimp. yesterday when I was at, <laughs> at, at the wake for this funeral I went to that um, I was walking more like I'd had a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for that. Oh wow, uh, it was good. Snip, yeah, but, snap, snip. So that's my other thing this week. Um, yeah, relay for life. It's a good thing. It is, Dan. And I, I've done a marathon. The second person in the office to do one. <laughs> <laughs> I admire you. I admire you for that. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. My other thing is. Uh, well, it was suggested by Nike, Nike, um, aka Mikey, mm-hmm. who we work with. He told us to mention a Netflix show called Laundromat. Laundromat, and it's about the Canary Islands mm. scandal. Mm. I'm keen to watch it. Yeah, I'm keen to watch. I haven't that watched well, it yet, but the I Panama will. Papers. Panama Papers. Panama Papers. Um, I'm very interested to watch that as well. Actually, mm. I think that should be good. Um. There's um, yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on, and it's just it'd be interesting to see how it all works. Real dodgy, real dodgy. Actually, answered a question on the Panama Papers yeah. on my episode I did by myself when you were overseas once. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. Actually, actually, also yeah, yeah actually, you go. I remember. Well, I was just gonna say, just for everyone's peace of mind as well, I had caught a few Ubers this week, and I'm a five star then. <laughs> I was actually, where do you check that? Because I yeah. tried to get an Uber from uh, the train station where my brother was meant to pick me up from. Oh, yeah. no, and, and an Uber was on its way and then just stopped so and go, turned around and left. Let's see what Dan's rating is live. All uh, right. So, go to the top left there. I'm going to go to Uber. And then under your name, see how mine says 5.00, which means I have a perfect rec- record. Probably also only caught like 10 rides in my life. but Mine doesn't... Where does it say that? So I'm... Wow, yours doesn't say it. No one's rated me. Click on the click on your name. Oh, maybe you don't have ratings. Yeah, no one's rated you, Dan. No one's rated me. I've only had four ratings. I'm upset about that because I've caught a few a few Ubers. Well, I know I gave the guy yesterday look, a five star. Look, Dan, it's it's all about the conversation, all right? I so great I chat, obviously have it? strong chat. We're accountants, Uber drivers. The guy we have the nothing other- but. Good conversation, all right? We talk about their compliance oh, obligations. We I've talk- got actually more. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How about that, Dan? I'm upset about that. Please rate me five stars. If you're an Uber driver, 
don't don't ruin my purpose. This is why no one picked me up rating. in the train station. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can trust him. Yeah. He doesn't have a rating. I'm a three-star Dan. I just, just beg to the next person that drives you, please rate me. <laughs> just, just rate me. Just beta them. Mm. Beta um, them into what I was going to say is um, I'd like to answer some more questions from, from the listeners. So, Well, actually, I got a message on LinkedIn last night. So did I. Uh, from Chenda? Yes, same. There you go. Wrote me as well. So he's a great example of someone. He listens on a Friday night, possibly mm. having a beer right now and as he, he listens to he, us. He liked uh, the Andrew Vandervik episode specifically. That's oh, what he said to me. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, yeah, tell us what you want to hear. And we're happy to break it down. Yeah, we'd love to answer any questions. Write mm-hmm. them in. Um, too drunk podcast at gmail.com on Twitter at Too Drunk Podcast on Facebook, Too Drunk Accountants, and on Instagram at Too Drunk Accountants. Send us your questions. We'd love to answer them. It can be anonymous if you don't want to seem like a fool. And if. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. That's all right. No. If we don't know the answer, we'll still give you our opinion on it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, as our shirts say, Tim, unqualified opinion. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jason Wayne liked that a lot. Did he? Yeah, that's funny. And Wayne. Yeah. Um, did they? <laughs> uh, no, good but times. thank you for listening, everybody. Um, it's good to be back doing normal episodes again. Yes, we will be releasing a bunch of these for a few weeks. We're still in the process of figuring out our episode structures moving forward. Mm. Um, we're thinking it's probably going to be um, an interview of some type yeah. on a Monday and yeah. a normal episode about this length. Whenever we can, we'll release a little yeah. bonus one there. Yeah. Um, QuickBooks might be on the show soon. Dan. Yeah, I got that. I got that email um, as well. I'm interested. I'm interested in, in having a chat. Um, I'd want to know some of their stats, actually. Mm. Some of their adoption stats. So they might not want to come on. Why not? I don't know. Uh, we're so welcoming. We are very welcoming. We're very welcome. We, we welcome anybody. We'd, yeah. we'd even have MYOB on. Probably. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did speak to MYOB. I asked, I asked for their new CEO and I haven't heard a response yet. So, <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. No, not after we just ripped into him at the beginning of major sponsor for an award I've been nominated for. <laughs> they're all right. They're okay. No, they're good. They're no, good. They're, they're yeah. obviously a big company and you know they do their part. Yeah, just no, right they're now they're, they're they're battling a little bit. Yeah, my opinion. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that assessment, Tim. Everyone's trying to do good. That's yes. the main thing. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and um, looking forward to see your questions during the week. Um, make sure you give us a rating and a review on Apple or wherever you listen to us, because people like that. Thank you for your time. <laughs> All right. Calculate it. Bye.